Hey everyone, I'm Brenda Flores Robles and today my guest is Kenya C. Williams. She's a podcaster, a writer, uh, the host for She Exists conferences and many more other conferences. And she also has a podcast called The Agent Being in Love, Being Love in Action. Woohoo! If you haven't heard it, go ahead and listen to it. She's also the founder of Grace Girl. Welcome, Kenya. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, um, Brenda. It is my honor and pleasure to be on to serve um, with Love Podcast. I thank God for you. Um, I'm super excited. So listen, um, um, just thank you for having me here. And I want to say something to you before we get into the in interview. For those of you who don't know, Brenda has been featured. She has an exclusive interview in Sheen Magazine. It is an awesome feature. If you have not read it, I have the link on my page. She has the link on her page. Check her out. She's such an amazing author, uh, um, entrepreneur, so many things, podcast host and artist. So I just want to say shout you out, Brenda, because you're doing some amazing things as well. Thank you very much. And you're also featured in Sheen Magazine. Yes, that was in that was in the September issue. I was in the September issue. So yes, absolutely. That's amazing. I yeah. love it. Yeah. And I want to talk to you today about several things that really touch souls and really help people in the community with your work. Mm -hmm. Your Being in Love in Action podcast mm -hmm. really has a lot of followers. And um, I can see why. Mm -hmm. Because you're real, genuine. You, you, um, you're like, when you listen, when I listen to you, you're like a friend giving me advice. Yeah. You know, like, and real smooth, real smooth throughout the whole podcast. Wow. So what inspired you to create this podcast? Well, thank you so much. I'm, I'm going to tell you, I'm just, I'm just always grateful. And I'm always humble because um, when I started the podcast, the podcast is two years and four months old, okay? When I started the in, the podcast, I was I knew nothing about podcasting, first of all. So I was like a fish out of water. And I was introduced to podcasting um, by um, a, a wonderful woman of God. And she was doing it. And she said, man, why don't you try it? And so honestly, before I really get into anything, especially when I know that I'm going to be you know, involving other people, I always pray about it. So I prayed about it. And I remember God saying to me, do it. And so, and one of the things that um, in doing the podcast, I was afraid, honestly, I was like, who's going to listen to me? I don't have any big, um, you know, advertising dollars to share with everybody. And, and, you know, you share with people on Facebook, but, you know, and in my Instagram, but I really wasn't sure if I was going to really reach a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Honestly, God just said, don't worry about the numbers. Just do what I what I told you to do. And honestly, that is how, you know, the Being Love in Action podcast was formed. And so when I started the podcast, um, I think I had about 34 followers. But 
I always had people listening and downloading the podcast. So they didn't necessarily follow me, but they would listen. So I want to say I had maybe, like I said, 34 followers the first year, but I had about 1,600 downloads. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, you know, again, I just kept plugging along and just doing it. And now... I, I'm almost at 9,000 downloads. I have like um, the numbers when I last checked them. Let me see. Um, 8,784 mm-hmm. downloads. So that's people literally listening. And then I have like about, what is it? 7,730 followers. And the amazing thing is, at, is that this podcast is reaching people all over the globe. So mm-hmm. people in countries I've never even heard of. I can't. <laughs> I can't even, um, you know, (laughs) pronounce some of the names of these countries, Mm -hmm. but it's amazing to me because it is part of my purpose. You know, I am a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ, preacher, teacher, all of those things. And so for me, um, the podcast is just an extension of who I am and and part of my purpose. That's amazing. I love that. And you know what, um, Kenya, creating a podcast has really changed who you are, right? Yes. yes. It has really changed who you are. But also, there's a big difference between creating a podcast by yourself and creating a podcast with a group of your friends. Yeah. There's a big difference because a lot of people don't start a podcast because it's only them. Right. Or, Or they stopped it. They don't start it because of the age. Right. And, and let me tell you, like, I'm in my 30s right now. And I said, you know what? I just started. Like, if I were to do a podcast in my 20s, there is no way I would be ready. Wow. Wow. You know? You know? And uh, I think the older you get, the better you get at, um, at yeah, also serving I, people, right? Yeah. I think I think you're absolutely right. Um, you, you know you're still going to be nervous about things and starting a podcast where it's just you, that means everything falls on you. And not only that, you know, um, you have to really be mindful. You know, my podcast is is full audio. You know, I've had people say, are you going to start, you know, doing a live? I'm kind of like nervous about doing the, the live podcasting, but my podcast is all audio. So, but I have to prep. Every, every, every time I'm preparing, you know, I got to make sure I have everything together. So I don't just jump on, you know, it's preparation that you have to do if you want to really give people quality and, and, you know, just like what you do with your podcast, you know, with interviewing, you learn, you research the people that you're, you're interviewing, you want to be knowledgeable. So that's important being prepared. Definitely. And it's not even about the likes, Kenya. Yes. It's more about um, doing what you say you're going to do. Right, right. And, and completing that goal. Yes. You know, because um, a lot of the Facebook, um, a lot of people don't like um, a posting or comment. But if you post something to your story, you see there's 50 people. Yes. There's 60 yes. people. But, but you only got four likes on your yes. post. Yes. So people are watching, they are listening, but not making that, not po- not uh, clicking on the like or commenting. Yeah. And you know, 
Yeah, you're absolutely right. And and when I when I gave the numbers, for me, it's a it's it's motivation only for me because God told me don't look at the numbers. If I would have just looked at the numbers a year in, I only had 34 people that followed me, right? And you know, as it progressed, I have thousands of people that are following me. But watch this. If you look at my Being Love in Action mm -hmm. podcast um, Instagram, I have like, I don't even have 100 followers, right? Mm -hmm. um, you know, on Facebook, I'm very mindful because I have my Facebook private because I have family stuff on Facebook. Yes. I'm mindful of my family and, and things like that. But I have never been one to really you know, be concerned with if someone is liking it or not, because if only one person gets the message or mm -hmm. you know, that's all that matters, you know? And so you're absolutely right. You can post something, people won't like it, but they'll show, show, you'll see them on your story. So, you know, it just, you know, you just have to continue to be motivated to do whatever it is that you know that your purpose to do, you know, absolutely. So what is it like serving with love, Kenya? Serving with love for me is just part of my DNA. And, and I say that because um, I didn't really realize that love was my portion, part of my gifting that I give. It, it comes very naturally mm -hmm. now because I recognize it now. But I've always been a person that's been very compassionate. You know, one of my dear friends, we've been friends since like elementary school. She always said, Kenya, you were always that friend, you know, that knew how to calm everybody down, that everybody could go and talk to. You know, part of it is um, having been rejected in life, having mm -hmm. been having felt what abandonment feels like, having to know what that feels like. It, it, it was part of the catalyst that kept me not only hungering it for myself but for other people and so one of the one of the greatest things that the word of god did to help influence the love that i share with other ones was the love that god gave to me regardless right yeah oh it's like having calling someone beautiful like i say that all the time i say hey beautiful you know i tell women they're beautiful all the time i don't i don't may not even know you but just to say words that encourage someone or, you know, just make them feel like maybe, wow, there's still people that are kind. There's still people that are compassionate. And I think that's where that comes from. Just just wanting to share and, and enlighten someone else's day by telling them, you know, that I love them. And honestly, I remember I lost someone when I was like, I was like right before I turned 30. Mm -hmm. And it was, you know, it was someone that I really loved, but I never told that person that I loved them. Now, I told mm -hmm. them, of course, I've always been one, you know, I talk to my friends. I love you. We get off the phone. I tell my children that, tell my grandkids that every day. That's just what I do. Yes. But I do it more now. At When I was like in my late 20s and 30s, I didn't really do it that much. And I never forget losing someone and... I never got a chance to tell that person I love them. And I remember crying really one night, just really missing that person. And, and I said, I will never again not tell someone that I love, that I love them, whether they tell me they love me back or not. Mm -hmm. 
I, I never want someone not to feel that they are valued and that they are appreciated. And that's something that's important to me. So that's how that love just comes out in what I do. Definitely. It's, and it's through um, trial and error, hardships that you really do learn. You really do like, man, I should have done that. Man, yeah. I shouldn't have said that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and that's, that's true. And I and I um I appreciate those times where I learn, I correct myself or somebody checks me, you know? I really do appreciate that. Yeah, I think I think it's life lessons. I think when we like I said, I don't think anyone knows does not know what it feels like to to love someone or something and then they reject you, right? Mm -hmm. And whether it's a kid on the on the playground or it's an it's a business relationship it doesn't have to necessarily be you know that erotic relationship you know it it can be any form of wanting that comfort to feel love and that's devastating that's devastating to feel rejected and all mm -hmm. you do was give that person love and so part of that experience has been the catalyst for me to love others like I don't want people to feel that way. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. we're going to experience it because it's, yes. but what, what, what I got from it was that regardless of what someone else's acceptance of me or not, first mm -hmm. of all, I love myself and I thank God for the men in my life. Cause I'm a daddy's girl and I've had my grandfathers and mm -hmm. my always been my protectors so the men in my life i've always had that confidence in loving myself yes but i i've been rejected before and that doesn't mm -hmm. feel good and and that hurts when you love someone and they or you respect them or you admire them and they reject you and so you know part of i believe whatever we are destined to do comes from mm -hmm. the of life and it either is going to make us be better and also make us um, help to influence the world in a more positive way. Mm -hmm. So that love does for me, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. And also, I just want to let people know that just because someone rejects you doesn't mean there's something wrong with you. There is nothing wrong with you. Yes. Nothing. And sometimes you meet people and you're only supposed to be with them for a certain time and then you move on. It's like a lesson and, yeah. and that's all it is. And there's, but there's nothing wrong with you at all. Yes. You know? Yes. Yes. That's, and that's, and that's part of one of the things that my business grace girl does is, is mentoring and pouring in. It's like, you know, as women, as girls, I think it starts very early yeah. when you may not be friends with the popular girls. Right. And mm -hmm. so, you have that little girl or that teenager, that young person that's in school and, and they, they're not really accepted in the in crowd and it does something to their self-esteem, right? And then they grow into this woman who has to deal with these issues of, you know, not loving herself. And so one of the things, again, that I do, part of what, you know, my purpose is, is mentoring and encouraging women and girls. Hey, you're beautiful. Whether someone accepts you or not, you were mm -hmm. created the very image of God. And therefore you are beautiful and you are who God says you are, right? And you're absolutely right, Brenda. Some people are not meant to be with us throughout the life journey. They're meant to be there 
in those moments to encourage us. Sometimes it's not to encourage us. Sometimes it's to experience that mm-hmm. which pushes us to be better and pushes us yes. to grow. So you're absolutely right. It, it's, it's, you know, all of it is just part of life, you know, mm-hmm. but, but surrounding or getting connected to people that can demonstrate love in an authentic way. It's so necessary. That's so necessary. Definitely. So what made you create Grace Girl? Grace Girl Mm -hmm. was created as a direct reflection of who I am. Grace is so important because grace is the very measure of what God gives me as a woman. And I say girl because... Mm -hmm very basis of who I am. I'm still that little girl. I'm still the daughter of God. I'm still that little Kenya who mm-hmm. is still innocent and who still loves and who still wants that. Grace Girl was started as a result of my life. A life of service, a life of um, serving others, serving girls, serving women. And 2013, God had given me the vision for Grace Girl, and um, I wrote it down, and and it manifested what 2020. Mm-hmm. So how many years later, you know, eight years later that it manifested, mm-hmm. and um, Grace Girl is an extension of my of me, you know, serving girls, serving women, um, empowering them, educating them to be the best that they can be you know, in a safe place, in a place where it's love, that is the center, you know? Um, yeah, that's, that's how it was started. That's amazing because a lot of, um, little girls and older women need, need that love and need the assurance and need to be educated on life. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they need the mentorship. Yes. You know, be, um, having a mentor is so important in everyone's life. Yes. Yes. And I got my mentor this year, last year was my first shout out to my mentor, Janelle Harris of She Exists. She is my mentor. And it, in that relationship did not start as a mentor mm-hmm. relationship mentee. It started as me collaborating on a book that I also met you. You're one of the co-authors of a book that we were doing a project on and just meeting someone who was willing to educate me, empower me and walk with me through the process of my business planning and all of that. And so I gave her the name of my mentor because she did that. And I tell her all the times, that's what a grace girl does. A grace girl empowers, supports, Mm -hmm. encourages, loves on the next girl or the next woman to help them be Mm -hmm. the best that they can be. You know, we live in a society now where most of the times, you know, people have the idea of, well, I got mine, you get yours, you know? Yes. And, and, you know, this, this real this real hypocrisy. And then everybody's, oh, we love you. And, you know, we want to, you know, women empowerment. Well, she embodies, Janelle Harris embodies that because mm-hmm. she empowered me in the concept, con- um, context of her saying, hey, when I, when I brought an idea to her and 
told her what I was working on and she said, hey, I'll, I'll show you how to do this, X, Y, and Z. And she did that. And that's what I do. I try to encourage, you know, um, for real. I mean, we have enough stuff going on in life that we should be able, when we're connecting with one another, and I believe relational currency. Relational currency, I believe, is worth more than sometimes money. Because sometimes it's not what you have, but who you know that can help you, right? Definitely. Authentic. Now, I'm not talking about in that jaded sense of, oh, well, let me get to know this person because this they can help me get to the next level. Yeah. Mm -mm. I'm about building a network of women and girls. And, and you won't believe how many women are in need of authentic relationships. Yes, and mature. You have to be mature. Man, I have I get phone calls, whether it's mm -hmm. with people, whether women, whether it's for them to share things with me in a safe place. And they're connected to other people, but they won't share it with them because people are afraid. You know, they want to make sure that you have integrity. Grace girls have integrity. We mm -hmm. have character, you know. We're we're trying to trying to uplift one another, and so all of those things make up, you know, um, who Grace Girl is and and what we do. Yeah, I love that uh, concept, and um, because I know that uh, collaboration is so important. Yes. When it comes to an idea or a project, but also to uplift the community, yes. you no person is an island. You need. Mm -hmm. You need all the the support that you can get, right? But authentic support, mature support, yeah. and um, I really do believe that collaboration is key, and networking is key to be successful. Look at anybody who's on TV; they have a team. Mm -hmm. They're not; it's not just one person. Right. They have a huge team working um, every part of uh, of their um, business. Yes. Absolutely. That is so important. Collaboration, again, that's that relational currency, you know, getting connected with people that are like-minded and people that you can learn from. I mean, you know, I want to know some of the things I want to know, you have to broaden your mind, broaden how you see, you know, broaden your vision, the people that you connect with. And if they're willing to learn from them, I always mm -hmm. say sponge. I'm willing to learn. I don't profess to know everything. You know, I just, just, you know, hey, whatever I can learn to help me be better and to share that information, that's important to me. It is. And I think it's important to women empowering one another and supporting real authentic. You know, you have a lot of stuff. Well, you know, I share everybody. You know, if I know you have something going on, I'm going to share it. If, yes, if, I've seen you do that. Be there. I'm going to share it. A lot of times I share stuff, um, messenger, I text people. It, it's not just my stuff. You know, if you have something going on and I know about it or someone on my, that's what support is. And sometimes I think people only look at support in a monetary way. You mm -hmm. know, if I can buy this from you and, and especially in this economy, we don't know what people's uh, financial statuses are right now. People are hurting. You know, and I say all the time, just to be able to know that you're here to support, 
whether it's a kind word, whether it's a share, all of that matters. Nothing is too minute, nothing is too small. And we have to get out of the mindset that it's always about a dollar when we're doing something. Mm -hmm. Yes. And um, don't wait, like if you anybody has a dream out there, like a dream or an idea or want to start something, don't wait for people to support you. Just yeah. do it and then people who want to support you will contact you and support you. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and don't get upset. And see, here's another thing. I don't take things personally. That's another good thing. Don't take things personally and understand, again, you said it earlier, it's timing. People are meant to be in your life at different times. And just because someone is not supporting you right now, that don't mean that they won't support you later. They may have something going on in their lives that they can't can't get to you. And maybe, again, it's not the timing. Now, I'm not talking about people who can support you and they just don't. I'm talking about, you know, ones that you say, well, you know, you, you just got to. My thing is, again, if you if you just look at it from a perspective of I always try to think about. What would I do or how would I feel or how would I deal with the situation? And I just try to never take things personal. And that keeps me in a very good headspace because I don't get offended if someone says, oh, well, I'm coming and I don't come. I don't know what they got. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I don't personally. And I, yes. think, I think it really will help that. You, and you're right. You just got to continue to do what you do. And God will send you the people at the right time to do. And sometimes people want to see before they invest into you, they want to see how much you invest into yourself. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes you work with people or you support people and they don't support you back. And sometimes you have people who are your friends at that moment, but then they unfollow you or block you <laughs> after. So you have all these people coming in and out. And you know what? You have to not take it personal. Because yeah. like I said, people come in and out of your life. Yes. And that's all it is. And and and, and when it comes to face, this is I'm I'm not a big social media person, I'm gonna be honest. Um, you know, Facebook is fake book. Okay, I'm gonna just be real about it. You have you have people that will um get you have people that they do things just to be seen, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay, because I don't knock people from doing what they do. You know what I'm saying? I don't knock it. And they will unfollow you. You might have never done them anything, right? Yes. It's okay. And and you look at people in a certain way, you be like, man, and they unfollowed me. You know what? Maybe, maybe they're going through a part of their life, and this is how I, I rationalize it. Um, maybe they're going through something in their life at this time in this season where they just <laughs> they don't want to be bothered with anybody, you know? Yeah. What I mean? Like, you know, like it's okay. It, it's at yes. the day, it's okay. And if someone is willing to walk out of your life, and this is why relationships are so important, relational currency, especially for those of us who call ourselves followers of Christ. Mm -hmm. God says we are to always be at peace with one another. 
And if I have an offense or someone offended me, I should be able, we should be able to come together and have a conversation about it. Right? Yes. And if we can't have a conversation and for whatever reason, it's okay to, to dust your feet and still be at peace with that person. You know, it's okay. You know, sometimes it hurts, but one thing I've learned about God, he'll replenish. He'll mm -hmm. send someone else. He'll bring someone else that'll, you know, bless you and that'll be part of your life. And, and that's just life, you know? So I don't get offended by the Facebook stuff because I just don't really look at it as real, a real reality in the context of my real relationships. You know, people that you have real relationships with, you call them or you text them, you have a dialogue with them, you know? And that's, and, and, and not that your Facebook friends are not your friends. It's just, you have um, levels of friendship. So someone who you really don't talk to unfollows you, what are you really missing? Nothing. Exactly. <laughs> life goes on. Right? Life goes on. They haven't made an impact in your life. And maybe they did. And maybe that season for them to be in your life is done. Mm -hmm. And then you don't have to be upset with them. And if they did you wrong, pray about it. Ask God to give you, you know, a peaceful spirit about it. And sometimes that's not easy. It doesn't always happen overnight, but it, it can happen and it will. You just have to put yourself in that mindset and just keep it pushing. Definitely. I think when you have God by your side, like a lot of things don't bother you. Yeah. Because you know that he got you and you know it's it's for a purpose, whatever he does. Yeah. You yeah. know, and I always say blessed in faith. Yes. Yes. Um, the reality, though, is what I share, not only with myself, but friends and people that I talk to, whether I mentor or just relationships. The reality is we hurt. We're human. Mm -hmm. Even in our faith, we're going to have times when we hurt. We're going to be angry. We're going to be sad. We're going to be devastated. It's, we're going to go through a range of feelings. And, and it does not negate that we're still not faithful to God. It does not negate we don't love him. But it's hard when you have someone that you love that suddenly passed. You know, yes. it's hard when you've been married for years and your spouse walks out on you. It's hard when you're dealing with a child or you know, a loved one that may have an addiction, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, those are real issues in life that sometimes we don't always respond the way we want to. But I tell people, be human. Accept your feelings. Be in the space. I, I'm, I'm a mental health advocate. Listen, if you need a therapist, go get a therapist because sometimes prayer is not enough. Yes. You need someone to walk with you. You need someone to talk to you. Doesn't mean your faith is not good. It doesn't mean that you don't love God. That means you're human and you yes. have a moment in life. And especially right now with this COVID, people have been, you know, they used to say cabin fever. Everybody been inside. There's anxiety if you got to go to work. So, you know, when life happens, you know, I don't like to make stuff so religious where we're not we're not being honest and human you know what mm -hmm. i'm saying and that's important to me to make sure that people understand that it's okay it's okay to be right where you are it's okay yes, yes. and a lot of people have this has this thing like 
if they go to therapy, they're crazy, but they're not crazy. You're just talking to someone who's keeping everything you're talking about private mm -hmm. versus going to a friend and then finding out later they already told three of your other friends yeah. everything about you. Yeah. So it's not uh, therapy, it's not um, someone who you go to because you're crazy. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's becoming more. Um, relevant, especially in the African-American community. I'm not sure about in the Latino community if it was not a big deal. You know, going to a therapist, mm -mm, you know, everybody had that crazy, you know, we would say crazy family member or whatever. We wasn't going to no, to no therapist. No, we just, you know, we love on them and that's it. But because it is now becoming more acceptable, there's no longer that stigma of, you know, cr being crazy. Mm -hmm. and, and you may have friends and family that you can really trust, but sometimes you, you need that professional because, you know, they can tell you different exercises that you can do to help you. You need that that third party person, that perspective of someone who doesn't know you personally, you know. And so I'm excited to see that that is now being people are now really talking about um, mental health and being aware of mental health and that that's something that um that i'm excited even in the church you know that was a taboo even in the church community you know you know you just pray about it or you go to counseling no you need to go to a therapist you need to go you know get some and it's okay mm -hmm. so those are really good things now that i think um has come in the awareness of mental health and not having that negative stigma attached to it Definitely. Well, I want to thank you for coming to my show. Well, it has been my pleasure. It has been my pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you. And also, um, so where do you go from here? What do you want to do? Oh my God. For 2021. <laughs> just, just what I want to do is to continue, you know, um, to share um, my passion to share my mission and my purpose through Grace Girl LLC, which has been in existence only six months. But I tell you, the doors that God has opened for me, I'm just so humbly grateful. So I want to continue to be in the will of God for my life, for my business, continue to share love with others and in an active way. You know, yeah. I, I that love is an action word. And that's how the podcast being love in action, you know, not just in, in mouth, but in deeds, you yeah. know, continuing to um, connect with those in my community, other women, other girls globally, you know, Grace Girl is a global company. I mean, you know, connecting and partnering with other people, other girls and other women is so important, regardless of race, regardless of color, regardless of religion. You know, the common goal is that um, we are women and girls and we need each other. So I'm just I'm just excited to see where God is going to take me. I mean, you know, of course, I have my own plans, but mm -hmm. I'm always saying, OK, let me see what God is going to do. Yes, you do I'm, your part and let's see what God does. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Well, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. To, to serve with love and I want to thank Kenya for being a great guest 
and sharing her advice and her message to the world. I appreciate you, Kenya. Thank you. It's so been fun today. Yeah. I, I got my soul replenished. <laughs> thank you for having me. Thank you for always supporting me. But I'm going to continue to tell and I'm going to plug you yet again. Listen, Brenda, you are an amazing artist. If you don't know, she's an artist. She does beautiful portraits. She creates handmade jewelry. She's an author. And I'm just so proud of you um, just to see where you have come this year. And I'm just so excited. I believe that God is going to continue to do amazing things, you know, through your podcast and everything that you put your hands to. I'm so excited for you, Brenda. And I'm just honored to just know you and to have met you. And um, I'm, I'm grateful for your very life. So thank you. I'm humbly grateful um, to be here on um, to serve with love. Isn't that amazing? To serve with love podcast meets being in love uh, podcast. <laughs> We're sisters. Yes. In the <laughs> right? Um, love means love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why we were so connected, right? Because we yes. parts of love. But thank you so much. It has been my honor and pleasure to be here and um, to be on your podcast. And, and thank you for being such a gracious host. Well, thank you, Kenya. Thank I love you. I love um, you. I love you more. And thank you for everyone that tune, that's tuning in, friends and family and everyone. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Have a good night, everyone. Good night, everyone. Bye-bye. Peace. Peace. Mm -hmm.